And here's part two of our talk with Who Wants Bananas on We Need to Talk. I very vividly remember I was just at like the PlayStation they had mounted up on the end cap and just playing whatever demo disc they had running at the time while while they were doing their thing, which really nowadays is kind of irresponsible. They just, <laughs> just like, nowadays just go is. over here and be alone in the store while some a teenager just stares at you from across the room. That actually sounded way worse out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I used to do that in, uh, in Toys R Us and in yeah. uh, Walmart. We'd go to Walmart or Kmart, and I'd just go to the electronic session, play video games while they shopped, and Those then just the swing, swing by on the way out. Those were the worst because somehow they thought the TV, the controller directly under the TV, six feet up, was just. Yeah, you're just looking vertical for however long <laughs> you guys are shopping for. Right. Like, mm-hmm. That's not. It's not great. And the controller that couldn't move any further than six inches away from the wall and this weird rubber yeah. thing. I have very vivid memories. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I used to partake of the same kind of thing, and. Eventually, I don't know what happened. I'm not sure if it's a cultural shift or it's just me getting bad luck. But usually you're fine. You'd play it for a little bit and then you'd go on. But then I had about three different occurrences. And, you know, of, of when I started playing game, there'd be these mothers with their sons who would come up to me and say, hey, my son wants to play this. Get off it. And they would kick me off the game and just like start getting really aggressive. With oh, me. my God. <laughs> That's what? terrible. And <laughs> you had three separate re- getting really aggressive. <laughs> it, it, I just imagine. It happens to me once. Okay, whatever. But it's happened to me three times. And I, that that's when I just stopped doing that. Like, I stopped really wanting to play those games because every time this is, I don't know, this, like, oh, my son wants to play this game. Get get off. I just imagine. You've been on for too long. Just imagine. Like, and I wasn't even on at all. <laughs> just got here i like to think it's the same mother every time it just sees you playing goes oh this kid i want to stomp on his happiness every chance i can just get just shoot you away from this imagine her picking him up and just chucking him into the next aisle my kid wants to play (laughs) right into that that ball pit oh yeah that's like just the stretchy wires that keep them all in (laughs) that actually be pretty cool Oh, I would. I mean, I'd pay money to see a mom just chuck a kid, <laughs> just yeet a toddler, <laughs> bouncy ball. Like, well, well, you're getting, you're getting in trouble. But man, if this isn't gonna go viral, the the games that you would also have often on display, like they never were really that good. Sometimes they like entice you to buy the game. Like a lot of times they have Pokemon on display, and you know, Pokemon's just a generic kind of game. Uh, one game that was amazing though was uh, with the DS. They always had WarioWare yes. or like you know Wario I in there. Remember that one? And it, essentially, if for people who don't know, it's a game where essentially it's just lots of random stupid stuff. I don't know. It's like lots of weird, crazy mini games that are very intense and very fun. And honestly, they couldn't pick a better game for like a five second like try to get someone's attention for this uh, console here for this uh, handheld. Because that that is the best like five second game you could ever play. That game is super Japanese. Uh, <laughs> I just remember uh, this is not uh, this is not a great transition to that sentence to this one. Um, <laughs> but I remember at one like one of the mini games is I think you controlled a finger and you had to get it into a nose, and that was it. That was the whole thing. It had to take like four or five seconds just to line up the finger under the nostril, and that mm-hmm. was it. And then I moved on to the next game. Yeah, this game was wild it was weird i don't remember that at all um there were there were a lot of really weird mini games but because i remember there was a game that i played i don't remember what it was called but it was very very similar to 
it actually might have been Mario Party for the DS. I don't know if they ever released one for the DS, but the one that I remember playing was very similar. It's just a bunch of mini games, uh, and you compete against each other. Sometimes you can play on teams. And I remember me and my two other brothers, we all had our own DSs at the time, and I got the copy, and I was like, oh, my God, you can play multiplayer, like, on a local network. Like, this would be so much fun to play with my brothers. So I begged my mom for weeks to go out and get two more copies, and she did finally do it. And we got to play all these games together. It was actually a lot of fun. Mario Party DS mm -hmm. was released in 2007. Ah, see, there we go. There so go. it was Mario Party for the DS. Perfect. Yeah, that one, see, that one had a point. That was a board game. You played mini games, hung out. WarioWare is just, hey, let's be weird a lot very quickly. Well, that sounds mm -hmm. like Wario. Yeah. So. That's <laughs> touche. <laughs> yeah, I remember Wario Land. I played that on Game, game Boy. Uh, my brother and I did, and that was so much fun. That was a great game. Well, that was the the side scroller with him, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. Where you where you could just like shoulder charge through things. That's and throw the bombs exact and all that. That's the exact one. Yeah, I remember that one. That was, it was like, hey, here's Mario, but weird. <laughs> so yeah, I think we've nailed. I think we've nailed Wario's aesthetic. Yeah, <laughs> at this it's point. basically Mario, but weird. Couldn't he fart too? Am I crazy? No, you're right. Yeah. Well, I don't like it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The weird thing with Japan is that uh, <laughs> like our culture is so ingrained in Japan now. Like, because almost all the best video games that we remember from our childhood are from Japan. Mm -hmm. True. Like, I can't. I can't really think of any that aren't. I mean, introduced me to Pokemon, uh, Dragon Warrior, Dragon Warrior, or Dragon Quest. Uh, there's Mario, like Luigi, I guess you could say. But you know, there's Ouch. so many different like characters <laughs> from Japan, where. I don't know, it's just, it's just the staples of video game characters. And, you know, who's, who's that guy, Cloud? Or mm -hmm. like the Final Fantasy yeah. one? Cloud. Cloud. <laughs> With a giant sword. Cloud. Uh, those chocobos, or however you say that word. Yeah, you know, that was right. Little chicken things. Yeah, that was it. Ooh, hey. Nice, <laughs> nice. But there's so many, like, like Japan had such a weird influence over America just because they came up with a bunch of video games at, like, a prime time, like, when we we're young and kind of impressionable. Very true. Yeah, uh, I don't. I was thinking back to see if I could remember anything that I don't think came from Japan, and I think you're absolutely right. The early stuff, the early video game stuff, pretty much originated in Japan, and they brought it over to the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, that's pretty much how it all started. Donkey Kong is another one. Link. Uh, oh my God, I, I'm trying to come up with one that's not uh, Samus Aran. I love from Metroid. That. Oh man, mm -hmm. Metroid was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't for the life of me. I don't. Think think that there was a a prominent u.s developer for not until like the much later on i know they made some a lot of like point and click adventures so like uh, yeah like the early computer games and stuff dragon quest maybe is that the thing i'm thinking like of? adventures of monkey island uh from prandango i uh, love those king's games. quest <laughs> absolutely the hands down the lucas the lucas arts games from back in the day hands down my my favorite games yeah, I don't think they're ever involved. Like, you don't really see those in video game culture, though. Like, you do just from time to time. Uh, Adventures of Sam and Max. So that one, that one is the weirdest one for sure. <laughs> Atari was an American video game developer. Well, shit, huh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Man, look at us. <laughs> so how about how about like, that Pong? Oh man, yep. Yep. There you such go. classics as Pong. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite. Tennis, I'm gonna get a Pong it. tattoo. It's two lines and a dot. <laughs> <laughs> Should cost like five bucks, right. if that. I'll get just, I'll get one line on this hand and one line on this hand and the ball on my chest and then just a huge giant pong ball on your chest. 
pong ball, which is just this dense black square. <laughs> what the hell is that? It's a well, pong. It's a tennis ball. <laughs> well, that'll be nice because then I can play. Uh, what's that game called? Arkanoid or whatever? Uh, Breakout. Because I can just turn my hand this way, and now it's going up and down instead of left and right. <laughs> oh my god, I remember that game that too. Was, that was a fun game. That was, dude. I remember I had something like that for my phone. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I used to back oh, when yeah. I, I had a scroll wheel on my phone. Ooh, you fancy! I know I was the fanciest. Wow. <laughs> the guy? Did you borrow it from your cousin? No, it was actually my dad's. <laughs> it was his dad's cousin. Yeah, but that's that's even yeah. It's just, did you own? Do you own anything now? Oh, so much stuff. None of it's useful. <laughs> um, go ahead, Nate. Two of the uh, prime games that I used to play a lot was uh, Snake. Oh yeah, which it, it's like the dumb. It's a very dumb, simple game, but it gets addictive. It's like, almost. Impossible I don't know. I can still play it today. I mean, it probably wouldn't be too entertained, but you know, I, I keep playing you it. Say that and <laughs> uh, Tetris. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's world championships for Tetris. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I went down a rabbit hole with that. Like you can go down a big, big rabbit hole. I think I talked. We had we had an episode about this I'm, meter, right? We have what two hundred and something episodes. Yeah, at some point we've talked about everything, right? Right, but but yeah, it's like they get way too into it. The, the announcer is like, "Boom, Tetris for Jeff! Boom, Tetris for Jeff! Boom, Tetris for Jeff!" And then you go from that video into the World's Darts Championship, and all the comments are, "Boom, Tetris for Jeff!" because they're all stuck in the same loop that you are in, like. <laughs> I really love the phrase boom Tetris for Jeff and I want it on a shirt. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Oh yeah. Boom that's... Tetris for Jeff. <laughs> I yeah, that's that that might happen now. That's the one. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll make that happen. You should. <laughs> and have it so that way the Tetris line is blinking out. Just have it got like... a Tetris. Yeah. I think didn't we just talk about Tetris too and you were saying it was boring? It's so boring. No, it's not. I, I used mean, to play I, I play it with my mom all the time. Only it's time fun. I ever played Tetris is when I was going to the bathroom. That was it. You you look you find Jeff, you look him in the eyes <laughs> and you tell him that Tetris is boring. I feel After like Jeff boom, dedicated too much life, too much life to Tetris. He got the boom Tetris for Jeff though. Several He's times. done it. It's true. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. You need to be Jeff. <laughs> there was like a Tetris. puzzle there was like a puzzle version on the PlayStation where there was a little guy who walked back and forth on the screen and you had to try and get him to the bottom of the screen. Um, by either having him climb up things or clearing lines to get him down below. And my mom and I would play that in split screen and try and like race. And then we'd just play normal Tetris, where if you clear a, a line, the more lines you clear, the more you send to the other person. Um, oh, the battle Tetris. Yeah, yeah. a <laughs> lot of fun. A lot of fun in that. Mm. Video games have gotten super competitive recently. And it's like, when I was young, I always liked to believe I was good at video games. I really wasn't because I couldn't get past the first level of Batman. <laughs> so, you know, there, there's that. And as I've gotten older, I still think I'm great at video games. But then it's like I go on like hard mode for most anything and just die a bunch. And it's like I can't do this. And I watch other people play and they just like, I don't know, they, they, they're just gods. So, like, I don't know how they do it and how they're so good. But it's, it's like I don't want to admit I'm bad at them. I'm like, I'm not bad. I can play them. But it's like <laughs> I die a lot and it, it pisses me off. Like, why can't my ego be in check with how much <laughs> good I am? Yeah, I think I think everyone thought they were good at video games right up until the consoles went online. <laughs> uh, and then everyone, oh, no. 
Like, oh, maybe, that guy's really good. He is better than me. Maybe he is right about my mom. Like, <laughs> it, got, <laughs> <laughs> it got it got weird. It got uncomfortable fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As the internet's the want did, to do. That's fair, yeah. The one game I did get kind of good at was uh, Counter-Strike Source. Uh, me and Meter used to play that a lot, and I got pretty good with that one. Mm-hmm. Like, not like a uh, professional level or anything like that. No, not even close. Like, Sometimes people from, I don't know if it's still around, but the Cal Leagues, like the uh, professional mm-hmm. leagues, did come on the servers and did just kick my ass and everybody else's ass. But, you know, as like a oh. uh, pub player, you know, or, yeah, public player, I was pretty decent, usually towards the top of the, you know, server queues. But that's the only game I've really been good yeah, at. Yeah, we used to play a ton and, of gun game. And uh, oh, you, yeah. you were on this one server that had a, a lot of people, and you were well-known in that server. You were at the top of, like, the winning, uh, the winning list. And weren't you banned from that place? Because one time you were on dentist medicine and you just like destroyed everybody. Yeah. So, what? so yeah, I got my appendix out. Hold on. I need backstory here. So the, the, to sum it up, he was high as hell roasting people. Destroying got banned. people. Like flick shot, like no scopes sniping people. Damn. It was disgusting. Says the same guy who just said moments ago, sometimes I need to get my ego in check with these <laughs> games, subconsciously destroying people. So under the right conditions, you are a god when it comes to games. Mm-hmm. So I had my appendix out, and you know I, I was pretty decent with Counter-Strike, especially gun game. That was kind of my jive. And I, I don't know what happened to me, but it's like... <laughs> it, it's kind of like time slowed down a bit. It was like uh, bullet time. What was it? Valium, or it? No, no it was. I think it was oxycotton. oxycotton. Yeah, oxycotton. So this was like pretty heavy strength. Like it definitely had a big effect on me. Like I definitely felt drugged. But it's like it, it's almost like you move your mouse, and it's like the character moves their head and everything. And just like wait a second, I know what to do. <laughs> I just aim at their I head. Just shoot them in the head. And and it. <laughs> It was such a revelation to me, but it's just, it's like I could actually do it. Like I could actually watch myself move over to the head. It wasn't just kind of like, ah, ah, ah. like I feel very kind of like skittish and kind of finicky when I play games. But this is like, oh, just over here. Boom. Headshot over here. Boom. Headshot. And I was drugged out and I was amazing. And they, they banned me. I think the coolest thing. <laughs> they now, banned you for hacking, man. Video, video proof you were hacking. <laughs> I just he liked, was his own aimbot. I yeah. would have loved to like if this was the day of like face cam, just see him at the beginning of the game, just whoa, <laughs> and then all of a sudden just <laughs> Tetris for Jeff, bam, <laughs> boom, <laughs> Tetris for Jeff, just very just hazy, just <laughs> click. It's like this guy has to be cheating. <laughs> That's too. Funny. The craziest thing I did was uh, so at the end of the gun game stuff. So you start like the highest you know, say gun, and then you go down to, like, the lower guns, and at the end, you get the Glock, and the Glock has, like, two different modes. There's, like, the uh, triple fire, mm-hmm. like, the burst fire, and you have just the single fire. And, I mean, can you remember how many, like, burst fires you have? Is it three or is it four? I think there's three bullets in when you do a burst fire. Yeah, and then you have, like, nine. Is it the clip of 12? I or? think it's a 12 clip. Yep. So, essentially, I'm at, you know, I'm essentially, it's me versus everyone else, and there's, like, uh, six people or something like that, and, like, I have what is it like seven bullets left or something like that no i have like i have like 10 bullets left no 
nine bullets. <laughs> and it's like I end up somehow beating them all with like a single clip on burst fire, like headshot and a headshot of two at the same time. <laughs> and then I knife the guy and win. And that's when I got banned. <laughs> that was it right there. That's it. Wow. Did it. Got a collateral with the Glock on burst. Ryan, do you remember <laughs> when we played CSGO? Uh, uh, played is a strong word, so Tyler. <laughs> we, uh, we played CSGO together one time. Yeah. Um, we, was it at PAX the first it was, year? It was at PAX two years ago. Um, we sat down in just kind of the um, the PC LAN area. Yeah. And CSGO was on there. One of our buddies was like, hey, we should get a team together. We have five, four or five of us. We yep. should get a team. We're like, all right, I've never played. Someone's going to tell me what the hell is happening. No one did. Um, so, <laughs> I was in the same boat as you. So, I had no idea what I was So we doing. load up. Someone's like, make sure to buy a good gun. I'm like, what does that mean? Bang, I'm dead. <laughs> uh, turns out uh, the team we were playing against was queuing up to practice for a tournament. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was there. They had competitions running, and this entire team was, they all went to PC land, and they were just running I practice for the, the tournament was that day or No, something. I don't think they were there. I think it was an online tournament. We just happened to stumble into a oh, lobby. Really? <laughs> I thought they were there. I don't think so. That's oh, that's man. a lot of coordination. Like, why yeah. do it there? You could just do it from home. That's uh, fair. But yeah, we just got, like, I, <laughs> I from there, I'm like, well, I don't. I don't want to play CSGO anymore. I don't <laughs> think, I think I, I went three rounds and didn't actually get to fire a shot. I, I fired once and I think <laughs> I shot myself somehow because I died immediately. Well, and CSGO, I feel like. Yeah. I, <laughs> I want everyone to try and come up with a game that they've played that they remember and that no one else here is going to have played. Got it. <laughs> It's it's tricky because we've we've talked about video games. So Bonus much. points if you can get one that no one else has ever even heard of. Got it. Okay, <laughs> maybe I'm challenge accepted. So. <laughs> I'm hoping so. All right, oh boy, oh. So go for it. You sound confident. So, in the same t uh, time frame for me when I was playing the GameCube, I also had a Game Boy Advance. Mm -hmm. And I remember I sunk an absurd amount of hours into Legend of Zelda, the Four Swords. Mm -hmm. Four Swords or Four Swordsmen? I forget. Yeah, it's well, a, it's it could a be multiplayer. Yeah. Oh, so you, you do know it? Yeah, you I think told that, you. You think that's <laughs> I've never a scare? Played. It's All a right. Zelda game. Right. Well, I didn't know anybody else knew that one. The, that one was out there to me. You're also you played the GameCube as your first console. I played the Atari 10 years after it came out, <laughs> 10 plus fair. years after it came out. <laughs> Well, that was mine. Apparently, I failed. <laughs> I I just love how confident you were, and it was like, I didn't think you're like, was got it, it, got it. See, I, Mario. I, <laughs> I I am less impressed with his his confidence, more offended at his lack of <laughs> faith in the rest of us. I didn't think anybody knew that one. <laughs> the Zelda game, you know, <laughs> the like top three most. <laughs> Biggest franchises yeah, of all time. Yeah, but it was time. such an obscure Zelda, Zelda game. <laughs> <laughs> it was so out there. I didn't think anybody was going to get it. <laughs> it's like at the edge of this giant umbrella of Zelda. <laughs> it was like, way out on the edge, though. Oh, like somebody had to hunt for that. No, I mean, if you want to hunt, you're talking like Wanda Gamelon or something on the... Uh, I don't, I, that, I don't oh, know what that, that is. That's the that was the Atari one, right? The one that was they just refused to acknowledge that was even a thing. Yeah, it was released it was, on the Philips CDI. You know the one. What? <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Yeah, that was uh, apparently that was where you play as Zelda, not as Link. Oh, and like the pre-rendered animation scenes mm. that were just real bad. Just that's, the best. That you got to hunt for. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. When the console is obscure, you know you're on the right track. Yup. Fair. Nate, do you have uh you you got anything for that? So I will describe it here. Okay. So the game uh involves monsters. Mm-hmm. So you are living on this giant tree, and the tree starts shaking and stuff, and you're like, oh shit, she is shaking. So then where you go, you go into the tree and you start fighting monsters because the monsters are escaping. But here's the thing, you capture the monsters, and then you know you can breed them. And there's different seeds you get, and the seeds will actually increase your strength or intelligence and stuff like this. But, you know, you capture monsters, and then you breed them together. Uh, there's slimes. There are, uh, uh, is it Wabu? Waterboo? Something like that. Uh, and it's a whole bunch of other ones there. But, uh, yeah. And it's one of those games where you beat the game, and you're like, yes, I beat the game. But then there's this whole other, like, after game that happens. It's it, It's like you get into the Underdark. And then, uh, yeah, then it's all over. So that that's the Is game. Is that Monster uh, Rancher? Any guesses? No, not 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 quite. Monster but Rancher was awesome. right. Right thought. Mm-hmm. Was it Slime Rancher? Nope. <laughs> oh, like I feel like I feel like this is a game we we've heard of, but we just can't get it off the description. Um, is it a Japanese it, it game? Oh, I feel like I've heard it described pretty similarly, but I don't remember what the name of it was. Is it that Pokemon knockoff where you had like a cell phone and you had to call Pokemon in? That's Digimon. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, not Digimon was awesome. Um, okay, I don't remember. So that. this game should have been more popular than it was because I'm the only one that played it. Like being my brother, but uh, we didn't hear anybody else at school talk about it. But it's a uh, Dragon Warrior Monster. Oh. oh. All right. Okay. See, see, Ryan, that's how you do a deep cut of a popular game. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'll think of a better one, maybe. <laughs> Just think about all the games your cousin had. You <laughs> had all the popular ones, though. Oh, Clearly. That's <laughs> this is the most obscure one you had. It was still pretty popular. <laughs> um, I, The only... Man, I haven't... I'm, I'm glad I was... So this is fairly obscure because I played it and I barely remembered it. It was I. I vaguely remember how to describe it. Even I'm looking at all the screenshots. Um, it was a it was a top down shooter for the Genesis, um, which probably eliminates Ryan ever playing it. <laughs> right I didn't off even the bat. have a Genesis. <laughs> Soldiers of um, Fortune. Really? <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> what now, Tyler? How did I know it? That was impressive, actually. Um, That's Jesus. great. <laughs> At least we can. I, I don't know what. <laughs> that game's I, awesome. I'm, I love that game. I I played it so I, it's obscure to me because it I is. never even owned it because mm. I pl- here's here's how obscure it was. I played it in an after school program I was at that they just happened to have a Genesis running, um, and. We were only allowed to play it sometimes because then they realized there was guns involved when they started paying attention. Holy cow, that game came out in 93. Why do I play? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was at earliest, uh, like seven, when I played this. Um, so that would have been like, yeah, these were, these, at this point, that would have been like five, six years old. Um, but yeah, it was Soldiers of Fortune. I remember playing that game, not being very good at it, um, getting very annoyed. Uh, or not being not getting annoyed, people getting annoyed at me, um, because I wasn't very good at it, and it was a whole co-op thing. Um, 
It was, I don't remember much about it. I remember there was like the, the character select screen. They, each character had different, um, different abilities, different weapons. Um, it was, it was fun. I, I vaguely, vaguely, vaguely remember it. Um, but damn it, that was the most obscure one I had. Uh, Meter, I'm, I'm, I'm worried that you're going to have like, like a game made by one guy who handed it to you, <laughs> and that was it. And uh, that was well, the only copy ever made. Well, I could do that, but <laughs> Nate would get it, so. Because he mm-hmm. designed it. <laughs> there was Wait, a, did I guess a game before you even described <laughs> there it? Was a, well, no, I have a different one. I have it pulled up right here, but there was what? a game that Nate designed in high school that got banned because everybody was playing it instead of doing their work. Like, they just love this fucking game so much. Were they also on oxes at the time? That seems to be a trend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he was he was selling oxes, but had the game with it. Yes. <laughs> so like, selling the game. Just one, so. just one little nip of this game, and you're coming back. <laughs> First one's free. So the the game that I remember that I most people don't remember. There are people who who I know remember it. It um it had full motion video. It it was a, a a hybrid of like an action strategy video game, um, and it had Kirk Cameron in it uh, and Michael Gregory. Um, it was released on the 3DO originally, but then it was ported over to the Sega Saturn and MS DOS. Night Trap. No. Um, <laughs> so you play a little a servant boy who was raised by a herd of wild cows. And uh, you have to go around and uh, hold on. Let me read the plot from from Wikipedia. Are you just pulling up a Mad Libs and hoping we won't notice? In a fortunate <laughs> in a fortunate mishap, Chauncey, the servant boy who was raised by wild cows, prevents Winthrop the Good, King of Friends Powauskansky, from choking on his meal and was rewarded with a plot of land upon which he may build a self sustaining town. However, the land is under constant attack. Uh, there are destructive, angry red monsters that come in, and you have to. So you have to. It's it has elements of hack and slash. It has city building, real time strategy. So this was like a mate. I loved this game so much, and I remember renting it. Um, and I could never find it again. I didn't even know what it was before the internet. And then finally, I found it on. I figured it out on the internet when that came around. And I ended up going to my cousin's house and using his Sega Saturn, renting this game and just beating it in the night. I stayed up all night just trying to beat this game because I knew I would never see it again. Anyone wow. know what game it is? Uh, I don't know. Somebody's fever dream? Like, I have no <laughs> idea. I you, have nothing you, for you that. You feeling okay? <laughs> I feel great. You have a stroke live mm-hmm. on air? <laughs> Never Winter Nights. No. It's a game oh, called damn. The Horde. Released in 1994. 1997 on the Saturn. Never would have gotten that. Nope. I, oh, man, that was out there. It's, uh, that's, I man, I love that. I want to play that game again. I'm going to buy a Sega Saturn just so that I can buy that game, but it's probably going to cost me like $700 to get everything I need for it. So, yeah, in I time. Sega. Sega Saturn's probably going for a working Sega Saturn's probably going for quite a bit these days. Yeah. This cover is wild. Yeah. The There's just a bunch of like imps 
One mm-hmm. I think has is a unicorn. Mm-hmm. There's a cow in great distress. One of them, <laughs> one of the imps, is a wizard. I think. So you like build up your town while also <laughs> having to defend, and you can go out and like hack and slash against these monsters. But you also have to like buy different things. You have to control the map from a top down at the same time that you're doing all of that. You can like call in airstrikes eventually. Um, so it's kind of like tower defense and real time strategy and hack and slash and city building all at the same time. That actually looks cool, man. I would want to play that. Highly, highly suggested. Great game, The Horde. I I just like the fact that it's like somebody went, okay, so you're a guy who was raised by a herd of wildcats. <laughs> like, Great. What else? Man, I gave you so much right there. <laughs> and then they just they just tossed it out to everyone else and, uh, and hoped for the best. And the other executors are like, I got it. We'll get Kirk Cameron. <laughs> Basically. This will be perfect. Uh, it was <laughs> po- developed by Toys for Bob. Mm-hmm. Sure it was. Wait. I wonder if Bob ever got his toys. They're the same people who made Pandemonium for the PlayStation. Is it? Huh. Did, really? Is that the game? Like, no one remembers that one? Uh, no. What was Pandemonium? Oh, that one... You should have said Pandemonium. I, I forgot <laughs> about it. It's how obscure it was, so maybe I should have. Um, That one was just a, a platformer where you could play as one of two characters at any given level. Um, One of them was like a jester. One of them was just this redhead chick. Um, And I forget... Let's see. So you had... Oh, apparently the chick accidentally destroyed the town. Whoops. That makes sense. Yeah, magics. <laughs> Finicky. Um... So that, so yeah, she could double jump and the, the jester could have a spin attack and you had to kind of figure out which way you could get through stuff. It was weird. It was just strange. It was fun. No, I've never played that one. Damn I've it. I've never heard of that one. That was a demo for a while too. Like that's what they would have at like, um, uh, like Blockbuster and all that is running as a demo. Um, yeah, it was a weird one. <laughs> Anybody ever play Wild Nine? On the PlayStation, yes, that game was uh, awesome. Where you had the 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 beam where you could like smash people into the ground mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, because yeah, that was and how were, you had to kill people. There were grinders, and you would have to like use the beam to. It, it was like a gravity gun to pick up the enemies and put them into the grinders. And if you did it with enough, like three, then it would break the grinder, and then you could continue on. So like you had to fuck people up, and it was bloody and gory. A lot of fun. That was a really good game too. Because if I remember right, if you so you had like a tractor beam sort of thing, and mm-hmm. at at a distance it would bring them certain certain ways away, and you could slam them on the ground, but you had to do it like five or six times before mm-hmm. they actually died. Before yes. that, they were just heavily concussed. <laughs> yes, and there were platforming elements and all of that, but yeah, right. Wild there was, nine. There was more aside from the violent murder. Yep. Chris Lesner in chat says, "How about Base Wars for Sega?" Base Wars, base Wars. Uh, a robot baseball game. If you want to, if you went to steal a what? base, you could have a sword fight with the fielder to win the base. What? That's this needs awesome. to be in real baseball. <laughs> like, <laughs> baseball meets fencing. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds awesome! No, I've never even heard of that. I mean, admittedly, the uh, uh, <laughs> the description sounds better than it looks. <laughs> Uh, but what? Wait, never mind. Someone's given a wheel kick to somebody's head, and when I say <laughs> wheel kick, I mean their foot's a wheel. Uh, <laughs> like, 
All right. Uh, one of them just holding a gun to some guy's head. That seems a bit aggressive. <laughs> All right. Speaking, the baseball part looks. Boring, speaking of but. sounding better than you look, uh, let's uh, let's wrap the episode here. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys for coming on to our our episode. Appreciate it. Glad. Yeah. To, thanks uh, for having us. Glad to be here. Uh, so tell me tell me a brief bit about who wants bananas. I typed it into Google. Who wants bananas.com. This is actually I'm gonna look at this live with you guys. This is actually a pretty slick website. Uh full videos, clips, you got the podcast, you got an about us with your pictures. We we apologize for the pictures. Bios. <laughs> wow, this is hardcore. The the website Oh, you have a store. Uh, the, the <laughs> There's some there's some pretty sweet Whoa, stuff. Whoa, this snapback is awesome. It comes in col- Okay, I'm buying one of these right now. Hold on. Word. Black and gray. I'm buy- I'm definitely Oh, actually I don't know. Maybe this blue one. That one's really nice too. The blue is intense. Just the blue <laughs> blue was my personal favorite one. You know, just give you that I th- that I that, think I'm going to have to go with intense. the blue one now. It's it's as intense as it looks. Hold on. Browse store. These these are really cool. You guys have a lot of really good stuff on here. Who wants bananas dot com? Uh, definitely check that out because I'm, yeah, I'm I'm gonna buy this live on air. Hold on, you guys, tell me uh tell me about your show. So we we prefer to engage in the the shenanigans, if you will. Um, we just try to to pick things that are either going to be entertaining for people, entertaining for us. Try to hit the the middle ground, um, and we're just we're just kind of existing in the podcast world, trying to find our our niche and trying to be entertaining in the process. Um, so you'll see us. We've done done a month on video games. Did a month on space travel. Did a month on. Oh, Ryan, help me out here. <laughs> uh, we've done a month on. Uh, holy crap! What the heck did we just do? I don't even right. remember. We just did uh, board games. <laughs> yeah, we just did the board game Ooh, one, which is a bunch of videos of us playing different board games. A lot of fun. Um, oh, okay. Give me an obscure board game that no one else has ever played but you. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh uh, no, man. Uh, Greg would be great to. <laughs> Greg would be super good for this. <laughs> um, oh. Uh, was it? Hold on, I need to look up. I don't remember exactly what it's called, but I know the one we played. The one it. that we played, we played it at PAX. I don't know if you PAX. I don't know if you you, you came in at the tail end. Oh, I know the one. <laughs> um, uh, if you didn't know it existed, you're gonna be happy, and you're probably gonna want to play. It. Uh, just a lot of happy little trees. Um, so many happy little trees. Bob Ross, the art of chill. Oh wow, I had no <laughs> idea about that. It's actually one. pretty fun. It, it's surprisingly, <laughs> yeah, it's. It it sounds stupid and cheesy. Uh, it is a lot of fun. We didn't we didn't play that one on on, on the air. show. We no. maybe we should maybe we should we, line oh, that up I at would, some point. I would totally do that. It, the premise behind it was cool. You end up just painting one of his paintings. Oh. You know, in quotation marks. Well, let's let's die. you don't actually paint anything. Oh. You you yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you have to collect colors, which are like these little playing cards, and then you need the right tool, and then the picture is painted. That was a rapid flip from you. Your the goal is to paint one of his paintings to you don't paint. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, you I paint to, it without actually painting. I had to nip that in the bud real quick before people get like, oh, you get to. There's a board game where you paint things. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not Nate, quite. Nate, would you play a Bob Ross board game? Probably not. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you have. Do you? You've got to have some weird, obscure board game that you played. Um, Monopoly. Nailed it in one. What, wait, what's can we? Can we what's that? Do you have a specific Monopoly? <laughs> no, I'm trying to think of like the something. I mean, we played a lot of card games. We're more a card game family. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I don't know. Like Skipbo or something? Yeah, Sk- Skipbo was a big one. Uh, we played a lot of Boggle. It's like... Okay, yeah, Boggle. Yeah, Boggle's a good one. My, my mom is like a crazy good at Boggle. Like, she's comes yeah, up with that's a, everywhere. That's a word game, right? Yep. It is, yeah. But a lot of word games. Uh, Apples to Apples, which is like the child version mm-hmm. of... Uh, not child version, but it's like the PC-friendly. Family-friendly. Yeah, family version. PG mm-hmm. version. Uh, of Cards Against Humanity. So we played Yahtzee. Yahtzee was the big one that we played. Yeah. Yeah, Yahtzee's good. We had a Pokemon board game that had like little little like pog like things that you would put in what? and you'd roll on it. That one was a lot of fun. But I think the most obscure one I can think of is Uncle Wiggly. <laughs> uh <laughs> what? Wait, should, should we put allegedly around any of this? Type <laughs> Uncle Wiggly board game and you'll see what I'm talking about. It my grandmother had it. No. It's sorry, an, FBI. <laughs> it's an old ass nineteen eighty eight Milton Bradley game uh, about a rabbit. It's just your classic, oh. you know, Candyland-esque type of thing, where you just <laughs> oh, that's, go that along the path and whatever. Way better than what I pictured. Oh, yeah. What I pictured is not safe for the internet. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. So yeah, that's, it's, it's basically like Candyland. That's my most obscure one, is my 1988 Uncle Wiggly board game. Don't, you really, really, just don't preface it that way ever again. <laughs> man, I really want to talk about obscure video games more. <laughs> we got to make a whole episode oh, of man. that. Yeah, you they, know, it's funny. I did end up finding a rebuttal for myself since I flopped super hard. That's that's okay. Is Mario in? Is it, it Soldiers no. of Fortune? It is not Soldiers of Fortune. <laughs> that would be like, damn it! it is. If if you guys guess this one, then then you win. Okay, uh, you know, congratulations. I'm ready. Um, probably will. So I'll try my best to describe it without giving it away because there's some pretty key features that will you'll you might be able to figure out the characters that are in it very quickly. Um, so. You play as a single soldier against an army of other soldiers, uh, the opposing team, if you will, uh, of rival color. And then you have to go through their bases, and you ha- your goal is to rescue your teammates that have been captured. So you go through armed with just a basic rifle. Uh, it's 2D, but it's not like a side-scroller almost. Um, so you scroll through. You have to get keys for different doors and such. Uh, and then eventually you go and you fight the the commander of everybody and you end up killing him and you win. But it was super fun. I and it is on the Game Boy Advanced. I feel like it's about 65 different games. <laughs> no, it's just the one. Navy Seals. No. Because I had that game and that I, I, I still can't beat that game. It is so fucking hard. I don't know if I know that game. Yeah, well, maybe it's the same game. You just don't know. It. No, it's definitely not. Yeah, I feel like the tricky part is you you're you have to be so obs- you have to be so vague about it. I do kind of. Um if I tell you what the the colors are, you'll probably be able to guess the name of the game, whether you guys have played it or not, I don't know. Is it like mm-hmm. a Splinter Cell game? No. Metal Gear Solid. Mm-mm. Is it like a popular franchise? Yeah, but not for games. Oh. Mission Impossible? Mm-mm. Nope. I don't know. What you got? It's Army Men for the Game Boy Advance. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Tan and green. Very That's fair. Cool. To be that f- was a lot of fun. I remember that game. Yeah, I know. I've, I never really got into the Army Men series, but I know uh, they're really popular. I think, oh, what was it? The Sarge one that was on the N64. Uh, Army Men. I don't know if I know that one. Sarge's Heroes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. Rumors. I thought there were rumors that they were going to make another one recently i mean they could i'd buy it 
All right. <laughs> Who wants bananas? Absolutely highly suggested. Uh, thank you guys for coming on. This was a lot of fun. We're going to have you guys back on because um, I think you guys you guys really doing things right, uh, and I definitely suggest your show. We will, uh, yeah, we'll have to. Uh, we just ran a, we actually just put out, conveniently enough, we just, just put out our uh, our console draft. Yep, uh, where 2020. We, where we ran a three-round, seven-pick console draft, and we each built Ooh. teams of our uh, our consoles. Uh, so it, I, we were we like the idea of the the draft format. So we may uh, we may we're, we're working some ideas over to see if we can continue that. May may revisit that if we do do another one. We'll we'll all gather together and debate things because with <laughs> with more more people it becomes. Oh, oh it boy. becomes way better. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, who wants bananas? Anywhere you pick up your podcast and listen, highly, highly suggested. Nate, do you know who wants bananas? Well, sometimes I want bananas. I actually just bought some today, to be honest. So I wanted them. Now I have them. So mm-hmm. uh, do you have to wait for them to get ripe, though? Not, not these ones, thankfully. But Ooh. you know, there is that Mitch Hedgebridge joke about like fro- freezing bananas and eating them later. You know. It's 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 a pretty good joke. Well, how does it? How does that one go, Nate? I don't know. So something about like a frozen <laughs> frozen banana, and you make a smoothie out of it, and then you puree it. Then it's like I'm there. Sometimes you boil it. <laughs> Nate, we need to talk. <laughs>